0: Welcome to Movie Film Studios, the only podcast that takes you inside the mind of two film studio executives as we unravel and then re-ravel the best that Hollywood has to
1: offer. I'm Isaac. And I'm AJ. And this week we downloaded an umbrella and floated down the chimney into an insane asylum to bring you the latest trailers from Hollywood.
0: We did indeed, Uh, but we'll get to those trailers a little bit later. First up, as always,
1: is our box office report. Box office report. Now, last week we released the uh what do we call it we call it like a rom-com espionage you thriller. put you put com in there there is oh, let's nothing out the com. nothing comedic about our um no uh, no you're right
0: exactly because we're going very straight laced yes we're going this this uh, we wanted to to
1: get that oscar oscar nomination
0: yes. for, for next season
1: for the connection the connection yeah uh good news you know uh, how we're always chasing awards i do we've actually won an award you're you're kidding i'm not kidding and, I mean, technically
0: the Oscars was just just now. And I know, was I know. It a and a I know
1: where you're thinking. And no, it did not come from the Academy. It came from somewhere I would say is probably a little bit more prestigious. Okay. Uh, it came from the Telecommunications Relic uh, <laughs> Society. And uh, they have awarded us a uh, Honourable Recognition Award. Okay. Um, because of all the work we did in highlighting the origins of the telegraphing system.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, our... Production department put a lot of effort into historical research. They did, yes, uh, using real life props and equipment yep. from um, from the telecommunication industry yep. from the the nineteen fifteen yes. all, all the way up into to the two thousands, which yep. is you know the, the time frame of the film itself. Absolutely. So
1: they've awarded us the golden payphone, uh, which will be displayed prominently in our foyer once we get one. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Uh, People of the, like, 90s who've won that
0: golden payphone mm. may have accidentally had people come in and try and use it. Probably, But the, yeah. the good thing nowadays is no one's going to no come gonna in and, go, and, try nah. and try and use our award nah. as an actual payphone. Exactly. Um. While you may have good news, I've actually got bad news Are you about kidding The Connection. Me? We're in a bit of hot water. Oh, no. I got a... Uh, it's not really a cease and desist. It was, a, it was a warning from the NSA.
1: From the... Oh, okay. Uh,
0: which, I mean, the NSA featured prominently in that film. Yes. But they've said that we, they're at least accused of, accused us of having released government secrets. What do you mean within our film? So in, in the same sort of thing as the the plot of the post, yeah, um, where they you know are publishing government secrets. The NSA is saying to us, we have to take our film down, what? because it it cont- um, contains government secrets. But we made up the entire we, film. Um, that's right. what I thought. I thought we made up the entire thing, but apparently within there somewhere. <laughs> is a government secret. What? <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's the props department. They as they I said they one,
1: they sneak one in.
0: They did a lot of historical research, did a, a lot. I've be, I've watched this film yeah 50 times yeah. frame by frame yeah. looking for where it could possibly be. Yeah. I have no fucking so clue. So no like spliced
1: half frame no, bits nothing. Like I
0: I can't I can't tell you what it is, only that now uh, it's illegal to distribute our film within uh the uh, 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 continent of North America. Um uh, because yeah apparently uh, apparently it contains sensitive materials i believe is what it said in the in the oh, letter man. Um, for our American fans, it is still available on the dark web. Uh, you can get it there, or you can use a, a VPN to to mask your IP address to pretend you're like in another country. But we don't recommend we don't um, not, we don't
1: we don't recommend it. We're not authorizing that, and we're not saying that it is a viable option. We're just saying it's an option. It's it, is, out there. it is an option. We don't condone it. Unlike unlike Netflix, yep.
0: our Mythic um, auditor does not <laughs> proxy block you if you're trying to use a uh, a VPN or anything yeah. like
1: that. Yeah, because we we assume that you're using that VPN for holy like, honorable uses. Like, uh, perhaps you just want to feel like you're in another country. Exactly. And you just want to see the little flag up in the top right of your screen that says you're in a different country. That's kind of fun.
0: When you type in ebay.com, it automatically redirects you to ebay.co.uk. Exactly. And I was like, oh, ebay.co.in? I don't even know what country that is anymore. Exactly, yeah. But VPN's making it fun. It's making it a (laughs) a, a journey around the world every time I log (laughs) onto my computer. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Before we get into the trailers this week, uh, let's take a moment to talk about uh, having just received an award ourselves. Mm. Uh, The Oscars results are out.
1: Um, Last week, we we had a look at the nominations. And this week, we have confirmation of winners. Yes, indeed. Literally aired a few hours before we recorded this. So, uh, I've been on the phone with the Academy through our direct line, and they're feeding me the results immediately as they happen. It's it's quite impressive, the link-up that we have. Um, but it looks like The Shape of Water has taken... Best Picture. Best Picture and, and Best, Best Director. Director. So the the left field option that we both thought, why is that being nominated? Yeah. Um, it was nominated for 14 awards and won, like, four of them, I think.
0: I mean, one of the big ones. It won one the big one, ones, yeah. yeah uh, just, that is, I mean, that is very, very strange. It, it seemed like, yeah, as you said, out of the list of all the films that were there, the the ones like, it's about a, a, a fish man in a <laughs> tank and falls in <laughs> love with the lady who can't, what is going on here? Maybe I'll have to watch it. I did, I sort of quietly had my hopes up for, for three billboards. Yep. Uh, Frances McDormand did take best, best actress, uh, actress yes. for,
1: for that one. And Uh, Sam Rockwell took uh, Best Supporting Actor for his role in that film as well. Yeah, two
0: acting awards there. I had previously thought that Gary Oldman had won for Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Apparently, he was only a nominee up until now. Yeah. But now, uh, a Best
1: Actor Oscar For 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 that film he dressed up as Churchill in something...
0: Like the, the, the Defenders dude, or dude, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the Dick... I, what, <laughs> right. I just don't know what it's called. What were you going to say? The Dick Van Dykes? No, I don't, I don't... It's like... I was just like... I was trying to think of the lines from your speech. Like, we'll defend them on the beaches. Oh, okay, okay. And, yeah. like, and so like the Defenders. But then I'm like, no, that's probably more of like a, a Netflix original Marvel-inspired <laughs> I mean, comic book
1: superhero team. I'm pretty sure it is. Hang on. Let me just queue up. the Oh, uh, The Darkest Hour. The or darkest, darkest Hour, darkest sorry. Darkest Hour. There you go. No the in this one. And Alison Janney, best supporting actress for, for uh, I, I Tonya, yeah. Um, Which good on her. I'm sure she did well. Yeah, we haven't she's, seen any of these she's films. fantastic. We still haven't seen. Except, any I think film.
0: she's on like the NBC sitcom Mom. Oh, is she? I pronounce it Mom. Mom, because Cause <laughs> cause <it's> that's <laughs> spelt. Um, I'd like to bring up the mm-hmm. fact that so Dunkirk uh, nominated for a lot of awards, won a yep. few technical ones, yep. a lot of sound awards. Yeah. So I did not know mm-hmm. that sound editing and sound mixing. Yeah. We're two separate categories. I know. What are the sound guys trying to pull? I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, we um we uh we also do sound <laughs> blending. Did you say sound bending or sound blending? We said sound blending, but we we also do so sound, sound, sound bending. bending. <laughs> All right, okay, another two categories. Anything else you guys do? Um <laughs> guys anything else
1: <laughs> sound mending
0: Sound. Me- I mean sometimes the sound's broken and we have to mend it so so we want sound uh, editing sound mixing yep. sound blending sound bending sound, and sound mending sound ending as and, well oh yes and I mean you know that little that sort of sometimes right, happens yeah, yeah. at the end of we have to get rid of all of that yeah yeah of course so I mean and that's we've got a specific team
1: who also, does all the sound endings like, and the sound ending the whole thing is like when the film finishes if we weren't there the sound would just keep going it would keep going would just keep going I know I don't so, know how but it just would <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think that the sound team's having a bit of a laugh with, with that one But but they can, whatever Some some people just need recognition for their work and Yeah, of course The sound guys are probably stuck in a booth somewhere yep, yep. Not doing much, no. looking at waveforms all day long Going sli- <laughs> slowly insane So give, give them some awards is what That's
1: i say right. Look, I, uh, we know the giddy thrill of receiving awards So look, can we blame them? No, not really uh, but have they won anything as prestigious as a historical recognition award? I don't think so. No,
0: that that golden phone booth or the phony, <laughs> as they the call phony, it. yeah, the phony, yep.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on right, to the trailers for this week. This week in trailers, first cab off the ranks. We've got a classic sequel, a sequel to a classic, actually, in the form Ooh. of Mary Poppins Returns, starring. Uh, the two British Emilys, Emily Mortimer and Emily Blunt. Yep. As well as Lin- Man- Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel, thank you for saying that. I nearly got his name mixed up. And um, that's it as far as... Oh, and Ben Wyshaw. Ben Wyshaw. Wyshaw from uh, the most recent Bond films and a couple of other things. Um, so this is a direct sequel to the 1964... Four? Uh Disney classic, Mary Poppins, starring Julie Andrews, Dick Van Dyke and some kids. Yep. Whom I cannot remember the names of. Um and it looks like Mary Poppins is coming back to the exact same street that she visited all those years ago. Uh I am somewhat ashamed to say I don't think I've ever actually watched all
0: of Mary Poppins. Really? I'm fairly sure I've seen the, like the first ten or fifteen minutes of yeah. it. I didn't realise that they go into some weird place and there's animated yeah. characters yeah. and yeah. I'm like I never got that far
1: into yeah. the film. <laughs> What's going on here? Mary Poppins is a film I know quite well because we received a VHS of it back in the day, and we'd watch it over and over again. And it was really weird watching the uh, trailer for this because it shows the camera sort of going down the same street where the um, the kids—I can't even remember the name of the family now—but their their house is there. The Fontrax. And they yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> and they they show all these other houses that are on the street, like the Admiral with the um, like he had sails on his roof and he would fire a cannon and stuff. But the weird thing is, like... In the 1964 version, it's all done on a soundstage and it looks like it. It looks like a play with slightly more budget behind it. Whereas this version is now like on a legitimate street. Like it's actually shot outside somewhere. Really? Because I actually thought that initial fly-in looked all computer done. It was probably computer done. But I mean, it looks, it's meant to look realistic. Yeah. And it was really jarring as a result. I'm like, oh, that looks really, it's like the gritty reboot of Mary Poppins. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you would have preferred it if it had looked shitty yeah, and sounds make it crap like, make it look like the original because they've they're tired like lookalikes for all the previous actors as well because they're all way too old. some of them are actually dead as well yeah um to play the pre-existing characters. So it just it really looked kind of weird to me. It looked really jarring. so yeah. Bring bring back the soundstage look. I want that back. Like, so, that, I mean, it's
0: an interesting idea to, to go, if you're making a sequel, make it look as close to the, yeah. the original as
1: possible. I mean, I'm not sure if that was Disney's original intent. I'm sure they actually wanted to make it look like it was outside, but just given what they had available at the time, yeah, you can tell it's a soundstage. Like most classic musical films were, it's a soundstage. So the trailer itself doesn't give really anything away in terms
0: of plot. You sort of see... Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda and a young boy playing in the park, trying to get a yep. kite airborne. It's a bit blustery and windy.
1: That's the name. The family Banks.
0: Okay, great. Um, is that what's the what was the Disney film with uh, Tom Hanks and <laughs> uh, Saving Mr. Banks or Saving something? Mr. Banks? Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. That's the connection. um. So. Uh yeah, they're trying to get a kite airborne and then you sort of see the clouds part and Mm. Mary Poppins sort of floats in and then she walks inside and sort of turns to a mirror and says something quippy. I don't remember what it was. Mm. And then as she walks away, her reflection doesn't and sort of like leans out and gives this kind of like coy look. I'm like, oh, okay. And I mean, it is really just a teaser
1: trailer for... um, uh, (laughs) Can I just say in any other film, that would be a really creepy shot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if you make that dark and then it suddenly makes that like kind of and then cuts to black... It's creepy when a reflection is just there, and the person casting that reflection has walked off. But in this, it's all like, it's all, yeah. "Oh, look how whimsical Mary." There's Poppins a really is.
0: fine line there as well. The only other thing that I can think of that does something similar is the like the original Dracula, where the shadow is doing different things to the body. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, so there's a really fine line there between childish <laughs> sense of humor, kids comedy, and, and Nosferatu, and,
1: and terrorizing monster. So someone will recut that trailer as a horror film you know trailer what? at some point. But what
0: is Mary Poppins? I don't know. She she flies. Her reflections yeah. do weird things. She has, she has a, a magic bag. She has a magic bag. Is she not just like either like an immortal vampire or like a Wicked <laughs> Witch of the West? <laughs> <laughs> is this like an alternate telling of those stories it has from to a be. Perspe- from her from Mary Poppins' perspective, where she thinks she's the happy-go-lucky yeah. hero? She's actually and, the wicked
1: witch. Of yeah, the and forest. so it's
0: like a spoonful of sugar, <laughs> and from the kid's perspective, it's like eat your medicine, kiddies. <laughs> and
1: I was like, it's just like com- two completely different perspectives of the of the same story. Yeah, and the spoonful of sugar that she's gotten has been mined by her flying monkeys back in Oz. Yeah, like it's and there's a whole weird production slave thing going on there. But no, no, it's all fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That. Yeah. Now that you. Now that I think about it, what, how do you explain the cartoon world that she goes to? Acid, probably. <laughs> That's the, the, the sugars <laughs> laced with like... Was it LST? or Surgic acid or
0: whatever it happens to be called. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd be the one. All right. Uh, trailer number two this trailer week. So when you two. said a, a reboot of a classic, mm. um, I thought you were describing Wreck-It Ralph as being a, cr- a classic, um, <laughs> which it's not, It has not attained that status at all. No. But there is a sequel to that, which is coming out, yes. uh, which is called
1: Ralph Breaks the Internet. Here's the thing. I feel like this film has already been made, if the trailer is any indication. And the film that uh, has come before it is a little animated film that we made called Salt. It was called The Salary Movie. The Salary Movie. Salt, oh, sorry. Salt, Salt, Salt was the Angelina the... Angel- <laughs> Russian spy action film. <laughs> sorry, Salt was the name of the main character in that film. But it yes, was, The yeah. Salary Movie is the movie that we made... Which was about a cryptocurrency cu- that goes online it's and has sucked an into the internet and yeah. has
0: adventures going through all the different internet things.
1: It, which is exactly what happens here,
0: and and that was off the back of the emoji movie, which yeah. has similar sort of themes, yes, and
1: was horrible, yeah,
0: like legitimately one of the worst movies I've ever not, seen. Yeah, yeah, not just the one that we watched last year, but I've ever seen. Um, this feels like they're doing the same thing. It's yeah. it's it's Ralph and Sarah Silverman, um, just going through eBay and they're selling pictures yeah. of cat photos and there's a sad cat photo and it's them playing swipe left and swipe right. Yeah. Uh, not in the swipe left and swipe right, <laughs> but uh, there's a like a, a kid's kitty game where you feed the milkshake to the kitty and the pancakes to the bunny. Yeah. And they go nuts and they explode the bunny in a Monty Python style yeah. giant man who eats too much sort of <laughs> bit. I was like, there's no story and no plot this, to this yeah. film at all. Look, having said that, I... The, the initial trailers for the first Wreck-It Ralph were mm. like, Ralph kind of just goes through video games. He yeah. He's stuck in a Donkey Kong clone and he goes to a Call of Duty clone and then he goes to a racing clone. I'm like, oh, he's just going to spend the entire film bouncing between different video games. They do that for the first 10 minutes and then he gets the the story of the film is set in like a, a candy racing game yeah and there's actual plot an actual character development an actual yeah. story there so maybe that's the same thing with this trailer here where Possibly. it looks like they're just bouncing around between different uh, internet memes but there's actually going to be some sort of story behind it
1: I would hope so because the trailer I mean I know the trailer you're talking about for the original Wreck It Ralph and the thing that made that kind of fun is that if I recall it's like a support group for all the villains of video gaming. Exactly. So already there's like a concept that they've taken and made really fun and really kind of imaginative. Whereas this skews so close to what the Emoji Movie did in just of like, oh, there's the eBay logo. Oh, there's the IMDB logo. Oh, there's, um, you know, some other app or some other game or whatever um, just there and all the logos are there. And it doesn't feel like they've done anything clever with it, at least for this trailer. Who knows what it'll be like? I mean, Disney has a pretty decent track record with their own uh, CG animated films. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, I mentioned before, specifically talking about Game Night, Mm. where... um, They release the first trailer and it's just kind of like a little teaser of what the film sort of might be about. And then trailer two always has more of the jokes or more of the action or more of the plot points to go, if you weren't sold by the first trailer, here's what you'll get. And if you watch the second trailer, it inevitably spoils certain moments in the film because they've deliberately put good moments in there. Yeah. But having said that, like, it will drag more people in who missed the boat. Now, the first trailer here of Wreck-It Ralph has not caught me in (laughs) any way, shape or form. Um, So I suppose we'll have to see if there's a second trailer to to bring
1: us along. If you're a hardcore fan of Wreck-It Ralph, maybe it'll get you. But if not, no one's going to look at this trailer and think, oh, yeah, that's a film I really want to see. It'll get nominated for an Academy Award, though. Because it is an animated film. It's an animated film. Yeah. Boss Baby is an Academy
0: Award <laughs> nominated film. Holy heck. Like I, I told you, if Pixar makes a film in any given year, they will win the Academy Award yeah. because they, they make competent yeah. animated films. To get nominated, you just have to make an animated film. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of sad. Yeah.
1: I don't actually know what the full Academy rules are, but I think it just needs to be played in a cinema for an, a period of time and then submitted to the Academy. And then that's it. You're yeah. nominated. Like, why not? Like, why don't we just make a feature length? Well, we have, but we let's, did. Let's do it again. They they
0: disqualified us for not using proper <laughs> animation techniques. But that's that, oh, I'm that's not bitter fine. about that at all.
1: That's fine. We'll do we'll do it again properly this year. Yeah. So we'll get our serious Oscar nom, and then we'll also just bag uh, an Academy Award nomination for animation. Because why not? Exactly. Pixar's not. Oh yes, they are. Yeah, they're definitely releasing something this what, year. What's what's Pixar's this year release? Uh, what are we contending the Incredibles with? Incredibles two. <laughs> uh, having said that
0: like the the pixar
1: years where they released things like cars 2 yeah. did finding dory win uh it was nominated yeah. i don't know if it won Such i think a horrible film i think some actual like decent animated films exactly. came exactly so, out at so, the same so time.
0: possibly the years where pixar do their sequels yeah. are the We're years to really swoop in, in there yeah. and
1: uh, and steal the oscars away but we really have to hope that studio ghibli doesn't churn out another film and i know that miyazaki is like, about to direct a new film, so we're gonna have to really keep an eye on release schedules. Um, but anyway, on to the third and final trailer for this episode. Now, we've done two kids films, or two family films, for the most part, in this episode, so let's go veering wildly in the other direction with "Insane," Not Insane, Unsane, starring... Actors, I di-
0: yeah, I didn't actually recognise. No, it. I didn't either. The, it had the, you know, the the flash between sequences of such and such gives a great performance.
1: And I looked at the name, I'm like, don't recognise it. No. I don't know who. are. she must be good though. However, our good friend Steven Soderbergh is directing this yeah. one, and it is a psychological thriller slash horror film. Yep. Um, whereby uh, a woman, yep, is sort of consumed with thoughts of her stalker yeah
0: she she kind of has hallucinations seeing him everywhere because yeah. she's so paranoid about the, the stalker. yes yeah. yeah uh
1: and then she gets herself committed to an asylum no i mean she, or d- she voluntarily
0: she, i think she just shows up to a hospital signs yeah. a, signs a form and then the nurse is like you're now locked in this asylum you've signed away your rights you're stuck here yeah and she's just like no i didn't do this and she tries to call the police and she's just yeah. like do you know how many calls the Yep. People police get from people in this yes. place saying that I shouldn't be here. I'm not insane.
1: Yeah. Um and then she makes out that her stalker actually either works at the uh, institute or is there in some yes. capacity. So very very creepy uh you know psychologically scarring. Yep.
0: Feels a little bit Shutter islandish. Yeah. Uh and even yeah, it's got that elements of like, you know, what can you believe what your brain is telling you is real? Yeah. Um what's the actual story here? How do I get out? How mm. do I
1: yeah, um. Soderbergh has a bit of a history with scary kind of film because he did Twenty Eight Days Later,
0: I think. That was no, no, it was Billy Boyle. What's what's, <laughs> what's his name? Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, ba- oh Danny Boyle. No, Danny Boyle. Right,
1: yeah, uh, uh, he did. I'm sure he did something. Contagion. That was, I, Contagion. I, I think, think might he have did, been yeah.
0: the, the disease film.
1: Yeah, but also he has such a great eye for cinematography and editing that. Everything feels—it was creepy. Like yeah. I will admit that I do not like horror or scary. Kind I, of d- films. I don't actually think it's horror so it's much not. as like psychological. But I feel like they're going to go for the jump scares and the kind jump of scare. like like moments that just get you and and creep you out. So don't know if I'll go and see this. Probably not, but who knows? It might yeah. be good might not be see that later this year at some point <laughs> we should really keep a better like eye on when these films are coming out because I have no idea
0: I I think yeah as I was talking to you earlier um, watching trailers for the most part ruins films for me yep. and even having worked as a projectionist I actively avoided watching trailers because mm. I, I knew I was just going to see everything anyway and I would much prefer to have seen it I like watching these trailers like six months before they come out so yep. by the time that I actually go and watch them the, at the movies mm. I've sort of forgotten what's in the trailer yeah. so yeah. Uh, we'll see we'll, we'll see how it goes it we'll is see. probably a long way off and yep. it'll probably be like you know looking through the the new release movies on, <laughs> on Netflix whatever I'm like oh Unsane actually already came out yeah. last year it's yeah, been yeah. 12 months Already. I could probably sit down and watch it now, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, nice. Mm. Um, another piece of news uh, which we um, discovered while looking for trailers is that our film Book Club eventually <laughs> got made. Uh, <laughs> got the, the rights to it got bought out by another studio. Yep. They had uh, a few sort of rewrites in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they've got so, a, a great cast of actors, nothing against uh, Will, uh, Annette Will Annette and, and Amy Poehler. Um Maggie gyllenhaal Olivia Wilde, and John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Yep. Um they were our choices. They've gone a little bit differently. They've gone yep. Mary steenburgen Jane Fonda, Diane Keaton, Candace Bergen and Candace Bergen. Uh they've thrown Andy, in Andy Garcia. President Andy Garcia, um who's the guy from Jaws? Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus, yep. Uh, and uh, Craig T. Nelson are all in there now. Yep. It's still a horror film, as far as I can tell, because it's about old women reading Fifty Shades of Grey and then having a sexual reawakening. I thought our eldritch horror H.P. Lovecraft film would be the most terrifying thing that you could possibly make called Book Club, but this studio has trumped us uh, and released this... this Absolute terrifying piece yeah, of yeah. Because uh, that's the
1: thing. Once they bought out the rights to it, we had no say in the creative process yeah. whatsoever. So this is really an, a great example of like studio meddling at its finest. Because we came across this trailer and we're like, oh, book club. That's we were wondering what happened to that after we'd sold the rights. And then we loaded up the trailer. We're like, oh yeah, they've taken some liberties with the uh, the script that we had. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> um, so if you feel like seeing a like. Horror rom-com. <laughs> uh, with maybe, like, a little less horror than we
0: initially yeah. planned. <laughs> just, like, seeing shots of, like, these old women with 50
1: shades of grey open to a page and go,
0: Oh, my.
1: I'm just yeah. like, oh, God, gives me chills. Uh, the the wor- Wasn't the bit where, like, Mary Steinberger says to her husband... Who wants the zip ties? And she's like, "Are you gonna Ooh, tie yeah. me up with those? Tie me up? Like, ah, have you ever been spanked?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, you Mary Steenburgen, <laughs> stop
0: it." <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Okay. So there there are trailers. There's our trailers. Uh, yes. I believe I selected the the trailer last week. So yes. um, it is your choice. It uh, is indeed. Um. Obviously, you've got a bit of time to think about it as we stroll. Take a little stroll. To the green room. Here we go. AJ, we've had a bit of a, a think about it. Ooh, uh, yes. Have you made your decision? Yes. You have made your decision? I so, have made a decision. I mean, we have a um, sequel to a beloved children's classic. Yep. We have a sequel to a beloved children's... <laughs> cl- no, just joking. <laughs> uh, a sequel to a... Seems to be a money-grabbing sequel to a reasonably successful um, animated video game film. Yep. Or we have a uh, intense
1: locked room psychological thriller. It's going to have to be the latter. The intense locked room psychological thriller, which is an area that we have not delved into no, before. We've we've this done is, we've done horror with uh invited the conscious. Yep. Um we we tend to go action,
0: we yep. tend to go um spy thriller. Yep. But this is this is all inside someone's head. This is
1: it, yeah. So we want to sort of have elements nothing in this in our version of this film needs to have anything supernatural in it. Right? Yeah. Yep. We don't want to rely on the crux of like and a ghost popped out of the wall because that's easy. What we want instead is psychological ghosts. Psychological, psychological ghosts. Psychological ghosts. So nothing that is paranormal, nothing that is supernatural, nothing that can be that can't be explained. Everything inside our character's own head.
0: Yeah. So I'm trying to think of other inspiration. Obviously, we said Shutter Island is a really good sort of point to start yep. with. I th- I'm feeling was there a, like a, a Gothic? Did uh, Halle Berry? But that may have yeah, had have, supernatural I, overtones. We're probably
1: thinking stuff like Silence of the Lambs as well. Oh yeah, I mean that that's
0: Silence of the Lambs is like a detective crime story in lots yep. of ways. Um, I never saw one flew over the cuckoo's nest, but I have. That's, that's sort of set in yep. that sort of. I'm mean, even sort of thinking like Inception, like yep. what what you perceive to be real may just Isn't sort of real, be like yeah. an, another layer of reality. Yep. So. There's what, a few there's a few cinematic masterpieces there to draw from.
1: T- I mean technically
0: like Gothica. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know I said no supernatural things before, but what if it was like what if we exposed the story behind Mary Poppins? Oh, interesting. So, so-
0: Sorry, I just wanted to bring up one other one, which is Sucker Punch, the, the oh, phenomenal yeah, yeah. Zack Schneider film. Yeah, yeah. I see, keep saying Schneider as if it's the German spelling <laughs> with the S-C-H, but I think it's just S-N-Y. It's, it's Schneider, yeah. Schneider? <laughs> Schneidling? Um, uh Which is also set in a mental institution yes, where they're fantasizing as if they're um, sort of superhero-y type yeah, characters yeah, as yeah. ways of dealing with their mental illness. And
1: it's also quite a terrible film.
0: Oh, it's, it's absolutely it's horrendous. absolutely awful. Does it have Oscar Isaac in it?
1: Possibly, yes, yeah. in a in an earlier role, uh, as well as a whole bunch of, like... Oh, who else was... There's an Australian actress. Yeah, a anyway, young happen.
0: Australian blonde actress, I forget um, her
1: name. Yeah, no, so we could do something like the... What is Mary Poppins? Yeah. What is she? It, it doesn't even have to be Mary Poppins, but just, like, what is this whimsical character that seems to be able to drift in and out of dimensions and and out of different um worlds who is she really is she actually okay I, I think i've got
0: something do, do you ever see the film k Pax? no uh the somewhat taboo kevin spacey believes he's an alien oh, yeah. and he's in a min- mental institution yep and there's a, a psychotherapist who's trying to convince him that uh he's not an alien and then uh, he's uh Kevin Spacey's trying to convince him that he is actually from this place called K Pax. Yep. So why don't we have it like there's someone who's convinced that they're a Mary Poppins. Yeah. Whatever that happens to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whims like sort of like a, a supernatural being who comes in and out of people's lives to make yep. them better. Yep. And then there's a uh a psychological therapist just
1: trying to say yeah, yeah, yeah. no
0: you're not that person. Yes.
1: And yeah, it's this kind of weird See, relationship I love between this the two because the, the character that's sort of trapped in this world or trapped in this idea that they are this character um, is only doing it for good. And what they're doing is yeah. all whimsical, happy, fun, magical, etc. But the dark reality is there's actually some severe issues going on here. Yeah. Stuff that can't be, well, can't be explained, but will be explained.
0: Although, like, I think a lot of these films have that sort of, like, it could be true, it could not be true. I think yeah, at, the, yeah. at the end of k Pac's like, um, they find Kevin Spacey and he's catatonic and he's just yeah. sort of, like, not speaking and it's almost suggesting that, oh, it was true. He was inhabited by an alien from K-Pax mm. and that alien's consciousness has gone away and left the shell of this sort of body behind. Yep. There's the... Um, yeah, there's the Inception ending. It's like, yep. is it or is it not sort of yeah, thing? Yeah. I mean, it's not. No, I like, wobbles, I like but. this
1: idea because, like, uh, we could have... In, like, during the film, maybe the psychotherapist or the staff working at the hospital... Can attempt to rationalize what these behaviors are by saying, Oh, she's tripping on LSD, trace amounts of LSD, but then something else happens that they're like, Well, hang on a sec. Yeah. We've cut off her supply. Why is this happening? Exactly. And, and, and then
0: and this person is like actually actively bringing joy to their lives yeah, and, and yeah. fixing their problems
1: yeah. and like <laughs> making their kids happy. And yeah. they're, just, they're, they're like trying to cure something that's just not a problem. I love this because you know what we need to do then? We need to take the psychological thriller and mix it with a musical. So like can you imagine hardcore intense like dramatic scenes where you're just like so on edge and so tense and then the character <laughs> going through it just gets up out of bed does a song and dance number down the hall like sprouting flowers and rainbows everywhere and then it returns straight back into psychological thriller after that
0: That's weird it's su- <laughs> it is super weird I, I like know. it I think it's uh do we do what we're sort of discussing with Mary Poppins whereas we maybe sort of show it from two different perspectives yes so like every scene we kind of like subtly do like a maybe like a mementos type type yeah, yeah, thing yeah yep. where it the scenes sort of play all out of order um but sometimes when you watch them through they're from the the mental patient's perspective yep. and yep. sometimes when you play them through they're from the doctor's perspective and the doctor's perspective is all super rigid because mm. they're not able to see yeah um what? Anything beyond reality, yeah. and then yep. yeah, and so it's 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 all disjointed, it's all weird, yep. it's half psychological thriller, <laughs> it's half um uh joyous rainbows and lollipops musical, yep um, so what's I mean, what are the lessons learnt here? Does the, does the rigid doctor learn to sort of open themselves up to more possibilities to to let joy into their life? I mean, it's it's turning into like that <laughs> that half that's the you know the that's the, the fun thing, yeah. side of the story. That's the what Mary
1: Poppins does. Yep. Um, but then I think it needs to end on that ambiguous note. It's like, oh, do I open up my heart to like fancy free adventures? Which oh, I th- maybe it could be that like, oh, it's a thing, right? Like, um, maybe this this patient has a tumor of some kind, right? Yeah. And the tumor is pressing in on her brain, yeah, causing her to have all these kind of hallucinations and yes. to like trigger the pleasure center of her mind, so that it is generating all these ha- all these happy thoughts. And it's like, oh. That's actually really nice. So, in the end, of the character has a dilemma. Yeah.
0: Do I have the surgery which is going to save my life? Yeah but turn the world back into this bleak and dark place? Yeah. Or do I leave it there yeah. and have my last kind of moments be this pure joy that yeah. I'm experiencing? Yeah. And it's just like, there's no guarantee that the surgery will save my life. Yeah. But it will definitely stop these euphoric yeah. feelings from happening. Yeah. And then, like, that character... Ha- and there's this, this push and pull between those two, th- yeah. two, two, two... And
1: can you imagine the doctors going through that ethical quandary of, like, oh, no, do we... What do we do? Like, we could remove this thing for her, and it will just, like, her whole life that she's known up until this point has just been unicorns and rainbows and sparkles and fireworks. <laughs> and if we take that thing away from her, what is the world that she's going to get born in? Like, she's literally going to get reborn into a world that's not like that at all. Like, what the, the doctors are going to go through that and just think, well, what do we do in this dilemma? So we can eat, like, we can actually show. That moral dilemma with the uh, going through the doctors' yeah, minds.
0: I like it. I, I think what we're missing though is the the, the thriller part, the intense. cycle. Yeah. Psych- I mean, yep. there's there's good characters, there's a good story. Yep. But like, there needs to be like a a dark shadow that's looming over everything. Yep. Um. And I'll, again, we've sort of borrowed a little bit from um. Unsane is mm-hmm. obviously the the catalyst of the film. We've put some Mary Poppins in there, <laughs> borrowing from Wreck It Ralph, like like they did in the first one, where they yep. brought in lots of different characters from lots of different video games. Yeah. Why don't we bring in lots of like all of the mental patients in this uh, hospital think that they're other Disney characters, <laughs> and so you can actually start bringing in Disney villains. Yeah. And the Disney villains are being really creepy towards uh, yep. the the Mary Poppins <laughs> character, and there's sort of like all these sort of like weird okay, yep. meeting of. I mean, we probably ne- we're. Disney's a little bit litigious. Yep. We're probably not allowed to specifically call yeah, them the Disney if they, characters. If they
1: buy us out first, yeah, then they can make it.
0: And if they don't, then we just we'll do just ADR. To, it's <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. We're not you know, no, you're not Jafar. You're Muffa. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Scar? No, 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 no. Not Scar at all. You're Tar. Yes. Uh, Yippee
0: yay Mr. <laughs> Falcon. Um, which is my favourite uh, ADR game that they did to censor that classic Die Hard. Um, uh, what was it? Yippee ki yay, Mister Falcon. Yippee ki yay, Mister Falcon. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, I always wondered who Mister Falcon was, and then I and then I saw an uncut version. I'm like, oh, he didn't say Mister Falcon at all. And oh, a little bit of your
1: childhood died.
0: I don't know. I always thought the the secret, unseen Mister Falcon <laughs> character in the Die Hard series was always the best part of it. So. Yeah, that's, <laughs> there's a massive conspiracy. Anyway, um, I, you, I love you, this. So you brought Jafar up initially. Yep. I think Jafar would be the best if we're going the the unseen thing, the stalker who's yep. in the in the mental institution with yep, them. Because yep. there's this um, person who thinks that they're a character who wants unbridled power. Yeah, uh, and maybe they're sort of like going around trying to steal the power off the other patients yeah, 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 yep. or yep. somehow... I don't know what Jafar does. He just wants to be
1: a genie. <laughs> he wants... Yeah. He wants but to like, take over Agrabah yeah. and the Jafar, world.
0: Jafar's doing things where, like, suddenly these people who are happy-go-lucky um yeah. Dwarves mining them, like <laughs> like seven of them in a row. Hi ho Hi ho <laughs> And yeah. the next time you see them, they're just sort of like catatonic in um oh, in no. their wheelchairs not yep. doing anything. yeah' like what happened? Oh, Jafar got to them oh, And hes he's sucked away yeah. that thing that makes them joyous and yeah, happy yeah. and and everyone's sort of like wary of this character. So yeah. that's that's that dark looming presence in this psychological yep. thriller.
1: So if Jafar's doing that in the like fantasy world, what is the Jafar acted or what's the Jafar person doing in the real world to cause all this? Is he like dishing out meds or is he, what's he doing? I think
0: he, like, like regular Jafar is a, um, like an ambassador or a vizier or someone who just is in the king's ear yeah.
1: whispering, like, yeah, worm, yeah. worm tongue. And so yeah.
0: he, he actually just sort of says things to them that yeah. break their psychological spirit. Yeah. Um, he's a
1: soothsayer, isn't he? What? Like a sorcerer? He, yeah,
0: something along those lines. But he, his power there is his ability to corrupt with his words. Yep. And he does the same thing. So he's like an, an anti-psychologist where he, okay. he says things that break people's psyches down. Yep. Yep. Um, And and everyone's like, oh, you don't belong here. And he's yeah, he's so like a bit nasty. I love
1: this because that character is not only an antagonist to our patient, but it's also an antagonist to our lead psychotherapist exactly. as yeah. well. So that's fantastic. So, like, you're fighting the battle on two different fronts. You're fighting against, like, Jafar, the soothsayer, magician, sorcerer dude, and also hospital... You're fighting a, 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 a,
0: like a psychological like, battle yeah. against uh, the Jafar character. You're fighting a medical battle against the actual sort of tumor. You're fighting yep. another battle against your own um, psyche. I love this. Yeah, because
1: then you don't know what's real and what isn't. You don't know if the Disney stuff is what's actually happening or if it's actually something else. If it's not, you know, if it's something happening in the real world. I mean, maybe the costumes will like designate <laughs> that. But I,
0: yeah, I don't, I'm not. Sure. I think when we see things in the happy-go-lucky sort of version mm. they're wearing sort of nice costumes Yeah, and in the real version they're just wearing yep. their bed sheets or yep. whatever <laughs> Bed sheets, <laughs> sure scrubs I yep. don't know what do people wear in mental institutions um, gowns I'm probably sure they just wear regular clothes probably because they for well, the most part have tried to be treated like regular people so we'll do some
1: research on this yeah um I love this. I think we need to cast. We do need to cast. Now I've already got an idea for who our like main villain should be. Yeah, I know it's not the voice of Jafar, but I really think that Jeremy Irons needs to come in and just do that classic archetypal like evil British voice. So yeah. Jeremy Irons obviously played Scar he in did. The Lion King.
0: He he played our uh, scientist in yep. Tequila, Tequila Gold
1: and Alfred in whatever De- Warner Brothers oh, is doing which, with the DC Yeah, films. Which version of Batman was the Batfleck one? He was, all right. What was, yeah. oh, I'm thinking of Lego Batman. They got someone else. No, in. they got Ray Fiennes for that. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Jeremy Irons, right? Like he just has that wonderful, like Alan Rickman-esque, slimy, greasy kind of British voice yeah. that works great for villains.
0: I did picture him a little bit younger and with a goatee. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's fine. Uh, I suppose I haven't really actually seen him anything in a while.
1: He is older now.
0: Yeah, this is the problem with people. They tend to age and go, go a bit grey. So, Well, did you have any particular actor in mind? No, uh, I mean, I actually wanted
1: Lin-Manuel Miranda, to be honest, because <laughs> uh, he, he plays the Dick Van Dyke type character in... Um, actually, you know what? That's probably not a bad idea, because we do need people that are musically inclined. Now, I know that Jeremy Irons did do one song in The Lion King, but as far as I'm aware, he's not... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he's, I, he's not a song and dance num, uh, no. song and dance man, but Lin Manuel uh, Miranda absolutely is. I mean, he's a he the multiple Tony yeah.
0: Award winning winning yeah. composer. Yeah, who's uh, done he's doing a lot of work on on movie lyrics and scores at the moment yes. as well. So he did uh,
1: he did Moana did Moana yeah. yeah very catchy songs in that too he could write all the songs for the like musical sequences as well you know what we could do because yep. you
0: said moana and i actually thought jermaine clement would yep. also be a really good yeah, yeah. Part. why don't we just have that actor constantly changing so every time every time like we switch perspectives yep. the jafar the actual physical look of that jafar type character yep keep swapping between that's a these great sort of idea. like dark-haired yeah. individuals and yep. it just sort of bounces between Lin-Manuel between uh, Jeremy Irons yep. between Daniel Day-Lewis between <laughs> Jermaine Clement yep. like all of these guys yeah. that kind of have sort of like they're, they're not really the same features but they're all
1: like naturally dark haired yep. Could probably grow yeah. a goatee. This is what they did for the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. I mean, the- that was that was
0: <laughs> not not for those reasons. That was <laughs> not for, for those other, reasons. Other yes. sort of slightly more tragic reasons. But, but yes, absolutely. they wrote it into the story as well. Johnny
1: Depp's got that sort of yeah John- bit to we- him might as well. As well just cast all the actors that played Doctor Parnassus, which was Jude Law, possibly, possibly. Uh, Johnny Depp, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger. Well, we can't cast him. Mm. Uh, and there was one more. I know that there- no, maybe there's only two. Yeah, no, there was a few of them. There was there. a few of them, anyway. Yeah, so anyone that played Doctor Parnassus at some point can come in there can as come well. Right in there and play. Really,
0: just come in an audition if you've yeah. got if you've got dark hair and can grow a goatee. Yep. Um then
1: you'll we'll, we'll have to dye Jeremy Irons' hair. Yeah, I, I think he's gone a bit white. So is Daniel Day Lewis really? Uh, but he's flexible. Yeah, he played Lincoln. He, he did. Didn't have white hair as far as I was <laughs>
0: aware. And <laughs> did have something resembling a goatee ish. Maybe, yeah. Maybe the, the, uh, that's another thing that subtly changes is the style of that sort of facial hair each <laughs> yeah. and every time that he, he See, goes I like, through it. I
1: like the idea of that because it, it makes it more mysterious and more like... It makes you more uneasy. Yeah. It's like, oh, is this the same character as before? He's, he's saying all the same things, but mm. he looks completely different. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what, how do I feel about this? You feel creepy. That's yep. what you feel.
0: All right, so who's playing our uh, psychologist? um uh, so yeah, I'm th- i was thinking jeff daniels but i think only because he was in k Pax. Yep. or maybe it was jeff bridges <laughs> one of the two maybe we get both, <laughs> get of, them, both no, of them yeah no, no, no uh um somewhat of that sort of like uh, uh contrasting hair color to the the dark jafar it's got to be a lighter he's got to be yeah. sort of an older doesn't have to be a, a male yeah. actor could be anyone okay, sort yeah. of like uh who's i who? mean
1: do we do we raid the the book club uh emma thompson emma thompson that's a bold choice. I like that one. She does have uh, you know she she does do like the kind of um very not regal but like yeah someone with H- presence H- higher status yeah. um she's you yeah,
0: confident easily play like a medical professional Absolutely, yeah.
1: And she'd be great as well in the song and dance numbers. So when it goes into the musical part of the film and it's more lighthearted she's like she used to do comedy stuff when she was at yeah, uni and yeah. she did the footlights. And yeah, she's not adverse to all... She was in that... Wasn't she in... She wrote Nanny McPhee. Yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. And was Nanny McPhee. Wasn't she in the the Mr. Banks, Mary Poppins pseudo sequel that Disney did a couple of years ago? Was with, she with, the with writer Tom of... Hanks? Yeah,
0: I think she probably was the person she who wrote She might have been, yeah. So there you go. She's, yeah. she's well I'm fairly sure Disney she's well. been in films with Jeremy probably. Irons <laughs> and there we could go. probably it's get... A nice you know. big
1: reunion for them. Okay, I love that Emma Thompson. But now our patient—yeah, patient, yeah, patient the, zero—the
0: person who thinks that she's a Mary Poppins type brings <laughs> joy to the world. <laughs> character, yeah, or is it a he? Um, interesting. Could uh, be. Don't, a he. don't really mind. Again, I think the the biggest thing here is the song and dance thing. We yeah. need we need that. That I don't really, really, really hate the term triple threat. Yeah, absolutely despise it. Yeah,
1: but uh, someone yeah. who is. Good on all yeah. types of things. That's, I mean,
0: that is the actual <laughs> definition of triple threat. Right. You go to Urban Dictionary. Person who is good on all <laughs> types, types of things. things. Yes, thank you. Um,
1: uh, I, mm. Okay, I'm just going to throw names out here now. So, yep. obviously, let's get Hugh Jackman out of the way because he's cast in everything that requires someone to sing and sing, dance. Song and dance, yeah. Uh, and he's been in... Disney-esque films. He played Blackbeard at some point in a Peter Pan, live-action oh, wow. Peter Pan. Oh wow! You are film. right.
0: I forgot that film exists.
1: I found out the other day because like I haven't seen that film, but there's a cover of smells like Teen Spirit in it, sung by uh, Hugh Jackman as Blackbeard, what? and it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's but like this whimsical, like it's like Baz, it's a like it's a Baz Luhrmann-esque film, and so they're doing the Baz Luhrmann-esque thing where they pull like, pop culture songs and mix it into that context instead. So you've got, yeah, Blackbeard. So Hugh Jackman in this, like, weird, like, makeup and, and eyeshadow and all this kind of stuff, and he's singing, like, here we are now. And it's But he's yes. actually,
0: he's playing Blackbeard and not Hook, no. if I remember correctly. Because yeah. um, I remember I saw a live-action remake of Peter Pan, yeah. and then I'm like... Oh yeah, and then and then it came out again. I'm like, no, I saw this one already. Yeah, just recently. Oh no, this is this is a this one's called Pan or they, something. They, yeah, they keep making. They just yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. And it was all different. Public I, domain. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
1: Uh, look, I I mean we've cast Hugh Jackman at a lot of things, and while he is great, I just don't think he's the right fit. This. yeah we could cast rihanna we <laughs> no. she, she's
0: i'm sure she's a, at least a double threat because she can sing and dance she does not have the third threat of acting it's not locked in there no. by any stretch of the imagination but i think you know we could go to that pop star realm and see, yeah, yeah. see if we can audition some pop stars uh, and see. like if lady it, gaga yeah i think she's a bit too um, i was about to say a bit too crazy and out there that's yep. pretty much <laughs> it's kind uh, of what we need yeah isn't it? yeah um I'm, I think Lady Gaga could possibly be in the mental institution, thinking that she is another, possibly, another yeah. Disney character. Maybe we do that. We we sort of fill up all the other roles <laughs> with, with cameos. Yeah. of um of, of people, but, uh, but obviously
1: like have like Lady Gaga's quite a good choice because you unless you're a massive Lady Gaga fan, you probably won't recognize her. Yeah. outside of her like outlandish costumes and and makeup. So that yeah, she'd be a great cameo to have in there. I was also thinking Beyonce for some reason. Yeah, I think Beyonce could you know easily be in there she's been in films she was in that pink panther film with steve martin yeah if i recall but again i'd
0: probably cast her as one of the other um people who think that they're a disney character What about anne
1: hathaway she
0: can definitely sing yeah she's um i I think she's too old though like Uh, okay so i'm going quite young so like anne hathaway from princess diaries sort of thing that's okay yeah anne hathaway could definitely be in there miley cyrus (laughs) <laughs> Can I just do a hard pass there? Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. I don't know. Who, who are some uh, young up-and-coming <laughs> actors and actresses? Uh, Arianda is?
1: Grande. Yeah? Latte. <laughs>
0: um, sure. I'm sure she exists <laughs> <used> as a <laughs> you're person. You're asking the wrong person. Who's, who's the one who... Um, um, I really, 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 really like you. Carly Rae Jepsen. Car- yeah, sure. She could... Um, she could, she could do it. Yeah, she could potentially act.
1: Um, <laughs> what about that one from Me, Earl and the Dying Girl? I've forgotten her name.
0: I want to say Brie Larson, but I don't think it's that's right. It's not
1: her, but she's also a good choice. Oh, what about what's her face from um, the from Parks and Recs? Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey
0: Plaza is a good one. I, she's I think her her brand is a bit too. I'm very stone faced and. Um, Dower to be like enthusiastic about anything. I don't think she yeah. like. I mean, ideally, Anna Kendrick is the person I want to play, but she's been in like four of her last five films. So, so
1: Olivia Cook is the one I'm thinking of from Me Earl and the Dying Girl. She does a lot of those like indie teen like dramas. She was quite good. She's quite a good actor. I have never heard of her. Okay, I'm quite happy to cast her. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she's gonna be in Ready Player One.
0: Right. Okay, go. great. Uh, not looking forward to that film.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. But that's fine. I, I'm, I'm, you know, she's. point is, like, she's on the radar, right? She's she, on the radar. She's, a, she's done some. She's a young. She's 24. Yeah. Uh, uh, she can probably.
0: I mean, if you're 24 in Hollywood, you can play anywhere from 12 yeah, to exactly. 80 Yeah,
1: exactly. And if you're 24 and getting cast in a Steven Spielberg film, you're doing something right. Doing
0: something right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, that's fine.
1: Uh, what did you say? Olivia Cook? Olivia Cook. Sure. Done. <laughs> Playing our uh, our mental patient. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I love it. Well
0: done.
1: <laughs> We are very old sometimes. Yeah, I think
0: we. When it comes down to it, we know about thirty actors, <laughs> and, and having made what
1: twenty-seven-ish films <laughs> yep. in
0: the last six months, we have absolutely exhausted our yeah. uh, repertoire of prob- people.
1: When you don't watch Oscar-nominated films, you have no idea who else is out there in terms of actors. <laughs> okay, who's a who's a young up-and-coming male star? Jonathan Taylor
0: Thomas, <laughs> maybe.
1: <laughs> No, the kid from The Sixth Sense, I'm sure he's going places. Haley Joel yep, Osment, yeah. Yep. Or Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay he's coming, Culkin. He's making a comeback, He's actually. been in our films as he well. Does. Yeah, see, this is the thing. We keep casting 30-year-olds thinking that they're still young, <laughs> but they're not. What's <laughs> the kid from Jurassic Park? What's he been
0: up to? <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's <has> not <laughs> been in a film since Jurassic Park. He was Park. in uh, Band of Brothers, I believe. The uh, Oh, really? The TV show, yeah. He had a pretty significant role in that, too, if I recall. But that's about it. I don't think he's done any other films. Um, and the girl has retired from acting. She's an artist now. Don't ask me why. I know these things. Um, okay, we just need to figure out a name for this whimsical psychological thriller.
0: Ooh, I'm I'm thinking like Welcome to Disneyland, but like subtly changed. Um, yeah. Like in a in a way that's kind of like maybe it's not quite what it seems. Yeah. And we're not legally allowed to use the word Disneyland. Yeah. But like Welcome to Wonderland is is that like a but do we set it a little bit, sort of like Alice through the Looking Glass kind of thing as well, where there's like layers of yeah, layers deep. For sure,
1: it could be like Welcome to the Castle. So uh, like, See so there's a there's a film called Welcome to the
0: Dollhouse, which I okay. watched when I was ten and was easily the worst film that i would ever seen. <laughs> Apparently, it's quite a good indie film about okay. sort of the the. Um, struggles of growing up as a teen girl but i just as a 10 year old boy was just not interested why were you watching that i don't know we found it in the video store back when (laughs) back when you walked into a video store and went yeah that's probably an interesting one to
1: watch and you you take it home and you put it in you go this is the worst piece of garbage (laughs) film i have ever seen man those are the days that they had to like really concentrate on box art and then all the text on the back as well because yeah someone was going to pick it up look at it and go yeah that looks like it could be okay Don't call a film Welcome to a Dollhouse (laughs) if it's not for kids. (laughs) Um, Yeah, good point. What about, like, a Fantasia-esque Oh, yeah, Fantasia. Like, Fantasia in there. Like, Welcome Back to Fantasia. Return Uh, to Fantasia.
0: No, I, again, we can't really use any. Like, I'm fairly sure anywhere you see the word "fantasia," it yeah. is also followed by the two letters "tm." TM yep, you are
1: <laughs> uh, so absolutely correct.
0: There's a whole bunch of things here that we can't actually use. It I'm just has ha- to
1: be uh, a subtle, <laughs> um, the unhappiest place on earth. Oh, I like it. That's a great one because, like, yeah, that's their their catchphrase, and we've we've cleverly su- twisted, subtly it. twisted it yeah. in a way where they can't legally get
0: us. Yep. And it sort of talks a little bit about sort of that, you know, dysphoric atmosphere. Yep. It,
1: it does. Oh, I
0: like it. I, I like, like it, yeah. Yep.
1: All right, great. Welcome to the unhappiest place. Are we on putting Earth? keeping the welcome what to? Are we mean the welcome to? No, I don't think we do. It's, it's a bit unwieldy with just, it. Yeah, so it's just called the unhappiest, the unhappiest place, place on Earth. Earth. The unhappiest place on Earth? I'm fairly sure that's, yeah. Yeah. The unhappiest place on Earth. See it soon on mufuzawa
0: Yeah. Uh, and if you have a choice See it before you go see Unsane <laughs> Or Mary Poppins Or Wreck-It Ralph 2 Because it'll be out before all of them <laughs> And we'll get your uh, your box office That's money right. Before uh, before exactly. you, those yep. other companies can play their I think two of those three are Disney films They are, as well. are. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: Damn you Disney yeah. Either buy us out or stop taking yeah. our ticket sales Yes. Yeah. Unsane and Mary Poppins Both Disney films <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a wrap. I think you're right. Uh, housekeeping, as per usual. We are on the web. Moviefilmstudios.net is our website where you can find all of our previous episodes, some bios of us, and a list of every single film we've ever released on Mephuzawa. So go and check it out and uh, see the kind of whimsy that we're coming up with before the Hollywood studios come and take them. Um, we are on Facebook, where you will find clues uh, to...
0: the <laughs> AJ is looking at my face here with a look of consternation as I look at how the hell am I going to do <laughs> "unsane" as an emoji clue this week? I mean, you'll probably get a bonus emoji clue because we did talk a little bit about the book club trailer, so yep. I'll, I'll put that in as a bonus for all you guys. But yep. "unsane"? I don't know. <laughs>
1: I'm I no idea. Oh god! A hospital and what's the opposite? I don't know. I have no idea. Good luck with that. I'm glad I don't have anything to do with the emoji clues. <laughs> but uh, you can find all that on Facebook where you can try and guess what the uh, the trailers for the, the next week's episode will be. Um, and also we post stuff on there as well. It's all fun. Uh, we're on Twitter, at Movie Film Studio. Don't bother. Just don't. There's no point. Um, we're also on Podbean, iTunes, and pretty much anywhere that you happen to get podcasts from. So go out there and discover it now. (laughs) I suppose all that remains to be said is thanks once again for listening this week. I've been Isaac. And I've been AJ. Roll credits.